What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Bad Habits Kingdom. Thank you so much for being here and subscribing. I really appreciate your guys' support on this. Uh, a couple things I wanted to go over today. I know it's been a while since we posted anything on Anchor. Uh, shout out to Anchor app. If you're starting a podcast, they're the way to go. Uh, they have all the options here. First things first, just like always, if you hear any yelling, screaming, breaking, or anything like that in the background, that's my one-year-old daughter, Luna. She doesn't like it when uh, the attention's on somebody else, so forgive me about that. But everything is going good so far. My daughter's birthday was yesterday, so that's always good. Um, we didn't do much. She went with me to the doctor. She's only one years old, so the only thing she likes to do is break and scream and stuff like that and carry her bears around. That's pretty much it. Uh, so I was watching a couple of videos earlier, and they were talking about how I, uh, for those of you that don't know, I am a diehard Tennessee Titans fan. And from what I saw earlier is people were talking about if we would have had Tom Brady, would that make a difference in the Ryan Tannehill situation? Me personally, uh, no. Uh, I like Ryan Tannehill very much. I think he's an excellent uh, quarterback. Um, I know when he was with, um, uh, excuse me. I know when he was with Miami, he wasn't so great, especially coming out in a high draft pick. I think he was number eight picked from Miami back in 2012. And I remember that the reason why is because I remember watching him on hard knocks and when Tennessee traded for him, um, I think they gave up a seventh round draft pick for him. I was actually like excited about that. Um, cause Having a starting quarterback as your backup, that's phenomenal. That truly is. That's a that's a great thing. Um, especially when Mark, Marcus Mariota at the time was our starting quarterback and he has a um, uh, history of being injured and everything like that. So it was a good thing uh, that we did it, pick up Tannehill. Um, I know that Vrabel is a great coach, and when he made the decision to go with Tannehill in the middle of the Denver game of last season, um, it was for a good reason. And come to find out, I guess before the season actually started, they were actually like, hmm, maybe we should actually start Ryan Tannehill. Uh, they gave Mariota the ch chance because due to injuries and past coordinators, everything like that, they were like, you know what, let's give him a chance. This is his final year of his contract. So we're either going to give him $100 million or we're going to release him. Of course, they ended up releasing him. He did not get injured during the 2018 season. Uh, they just ended up pulling him out. Or 2019 season, I do apologize. Uh, he was just having a couple rough games. Um, he's a, I, I, I'm a big fan of Mariota. I like him very much. I liked him in college. I like him as a pro. Uh, he does get hurt, you know, but when you're on a pro level, it's just a different whole different experience um <clears throat> so uh my answer to that would be no if we had tom brady because i know there was a lot of talk at the beginning of um the beginning of the season uh, about or before the season even started that um tom brady might be coming to nashville i guess there's reports that his wife was looking at schools in Nashville. Come to find out, I don't even think it was his wife. I think it was just a, some, a look-alike or something like that. So that's a different... <laughs> excuse me, I'm so sorry. Definitely a little interesting. Me, personally, I was not too thrilled on the Tom Brady situation. Um, 
you know, we signed Tannehill for four years, $118 million. I think that's a little steep because I think he's about $90 million guaranteed. And that's a little steep. Um, I don't think he deserved, deserved that kind of a contract. I know he was looking for $30 million a year. Um, he did come in. He played great, but not $180 million great. That eats up a big chunk of our money that we need to spend on weapons. Um, he, he, I think he had a great year this year. Uh, he stayed healthy. That's my biggest concern is people staying healthy. Tannehill does have a history of getting injured as well. So everyone's so high on quarterbacks. You know, that's the one thing I got to give to Tom Brady. Um, he never really misses any time. Uh, I know in 2008 he broke his leg or tore something. So he was out for that year. But, you know, I got to give it to Brady. Most of the time he's playing. Tannehill has a history of being injured. Uh, Mariota had a history of being injured. And the only thing I was excited about the signing is that we finally was able to get a quarterback that can be ours. Because for like the longest time, we've been trying to find a quarterback. And it's been a rough, rough situation. You know, we started with um, uh, Vince Young, drafted him. Um, I I always liked Vince Young. I know he didn't get a lot of support from uh, head coach Jeff Fisher, and I'm always I've always been a big Jeff Jeff Fisher fan. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think it's just because when I started liking the Titans back in '99, '98. Uh, Jeff Fisher was our coach, so maybe that's why I like Jeff Fisher so much. But I've always liked Jeff Fisher. Um, I don't think he's a mad dog go-getter like um, Mike, Mike Vrabel, which I really love. I think uh, John Robinson was – that was an amazing decision to bring back – to go get Mike Vrabel. And he wasted no time in, time in signing him. He signed him right away. Um, but I know we started with Vince Young. Uh, went to Kerry Collins because uh, I know Vince Young was having having uh, mental issues, um, and then we went back to Vince Young, and then back to Kerry Collins, and then back to Vince Young, and then to Rusty Smith. So when your starting quarterback is the third string, there's an issue. Especially, I remember this game like it was yesterday. It was in 2010, and Tennessee was playing Washington. Washington was in Nashville. And Vince Young hurt his thumb by hitting his helmet on a Washington Redskins player. Um, this is when they were called the Washington Redskins at the time. Um, my fellow, my fiance is Native American. She says she never had a problem with the name. So I don't know why it's become a, such a big deal after all these years. But it's whatever. So, uh, you know, I'm a little respect everyone's decision. But at the time, they were called the Washington Redskins. So, we, uh, so yeah, Vince Young gets hurt, hurt his thumb. And then they took throw in Rusty Smith. After a few minutes, Vince Young was ready to go back in that game. He was good. He was like, I'm good. He was throwing the ball. He was catching the ball. He was like, I'm ready to go. Yes, it hurt, but it it wasn't broken or anything like that. So he 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 wanted to go back in. And Jeff Fisher wanted to do it. When your head coach is willing to play a rookie from Florida from Florida Atlantic that is a seventh-round draft pick that's never played an NFL game in his life over you, you you would be upset too. I would be upset too. So because after that game, Vince Young was leaving the locker room. 
uh, he ran inside. I guess he threw his shoulder pads into the stands from what the rumor is, but he uh, ran inside, put on his street clothes real fast. And when he was leaving the locker room, Jeff Fisher said to him, don't walk out on your team. Vince Young's response was, I'm not walking out on them. I'm walking out on you. Hmm. Okay. So no matter how much I, I, I truly believe that Vince Young did try to savage that relationship. I know that he had personal conversations with Jeff Fisher and Jeff Fisher repeated those conversations to the media. So of course he had a right to be upset. And again, I'm sorry about the noise in the background. That is my daughter. She's only one years old. So she loves making noise. Um, I'm trying to make it to where I only do the podcast shows and stuff when her mom's here, but that's only two days a week. Um, but yeah, so that, that pretty much ended Vince Young's career in Tennessee and pretty much all after that, he didn't do much anyway. When I thought he was a phenomenal quarterback when he was with Tennessee, he did a one, won a lot of games for Tennessee, but after that, he just, his career just went downhill. I know he went to Philly for a little while, didn't do anything over there. He was a Michael Vick's backup and that was it. I think he went to Buffalo, got cut, um, I think he also went to Green Bay and got cut, and there was one more that I can't think of. But he went to a couple teams and just didn't make it. And I, and if I remember correctly, he even tried to go to a, a Canadian Football League and ended up uh, hurt, tearing like a hamstring or something. Okay, so after Vince Young, we drafted Jake Locker. And that was, by the way, not just the end of Vince Young in Tennessee, but that was also the end of Jeff Fisher in Tennessee. He was the longest tenure head coach for one football team at the time, and he ended up, from my understanding, is that they were going to fire him, but I guess they mutually departed to savage his reputation. And he was coaching for so long, you know, he did say he needed a break, and I agreed with that. You know, when you're coaching for 20 years, I believe, I think it was 16 seasons with Tennessee alone, you know, you do need to rest and stuff because – what people don't know is that um, coaches are year-round. They don't really get any time off. After the season's over, the players get to relax for a few months. The coaches don't. They're already starting on what they got to do, the offseason, who's doing what, um, trades, re-signings. Uh, they're constantly working. Same with the general managers. I think coaches get like two to three weeks off, and that's it. Oh, excuse me. And that's pretty much it. So we ended up losing Vince Young and Jeff Fisher. We ended up hiring Mike Munchak at the time as the Tennessee Titans offensive line coach. And I believe that was a horrible call. I never liked Munchak's hiring. I thought that was a horrible decision by um, rest in peace and uh, all due respect to former owner uh, Bud Adams. Um I always liked Bud Adams as a owner and as a person. You know, he was always flicking the breaths off and always talking shit to the Buffalo Bills owner. So I have a lot of respect for Bud Adams. But um, I didn't like that hiring. And I didn't like the general manager at the time either. If, if you really paid attention back then, Tennessee never really spent money. They never really went after named players. The past couple of years, they've been doing that. So they have been a dynamite team the past couple of years. Yes, due to the coaching and because John Robinson goes out and gets key players, which I love John Robinson as our GM. Um, it's just Kansas City and stuff like that. They just have too many rep weapons. There's just so much you can do. Um, I didn't like us losing losing uh, Logan Ryan at the beginning of the season. You know, they didn't re-sign him. And here, uh, 
New York Giants ended up getting them. So, of course, that sucks. But anyways, we'll keep going. So we ended up uh, drafting Jake Locker, who was also behind uh, Matt Hasselbeck. Um, when we picked up Matt Hasselbeck, don't get me wrong, I was a little excited. I didn't know too much about Matt Hasselbeck. I knew he was a great quarterback for Seattle for a while. But I just... Every year I get excited thinking the Tennessee Titans are going to be Super Bowl contenders. Even back in, in – we'll get to that in the 2013-14 era. But um, when we picked up Matt Hasselbeck and Jake Locker to learn from him, I was a little excited. I was like, okay, you know, maybe we'll see what this kid's got. I wasn't excited about how high we drafted Jake Locker because I know his um, his accuracy was really off. So, I think he came from Washington College. I don't know if it was Washington or Washington State. But he always had a, you know, a flaw with his accuracy. He was able to move the legs. And in this day and age, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady don't need to, but most quarterbacks scramble. They use their legs. <clears throat> but, so, with that, um, Jay Locker, you know, we ended up getting Matt Hasselbeck. Boom, he didn't do anything with us. Okay, Jake Locker's turn. Boom, he didn't do anything with us. After his contract was up in Tennessee, the guy retired and opened up a gym in his hometown. So, you got drafted to play in the NFL for a living, making millions of dollars, and you decide to retire after four years. He could have went to other places. Other other teams was willing to pay him, was willing to take him after his contract was up. But he wanted to retire and not do it anymore. He said it wasn't fun. So I guess everyone's got their own concept. Me, personally, I would have stayed in the NFL as long as they kept me in there. I don't care if I was a third string. You're in the NFL. You're making great money. And you're playing football for a living. I would love that. Give me that opportunity. <laughs> okay, so after Jake Locker, who did we go to? I think it was... Hmm, I'm trying to think. Who did we pick up? I think it was, hmm, I think after Jake Locker, we drafted Mariota. I think that's what it was. I think Jake Locker was really that long. I couldn't remember. So, okay, so that's what happened. So after we had Jake Locker, we ended up drafting Marcus Mariota. And Mike Munchak is gone at this time, and we hired Ken Wisenhut. Don't get me wrong. I need to apologize to people because I thought Ken Wisenhunt was a great hire. I was like, wow, we got a great freaking coach now. I know he had a reputation of taking Arizona to the Super Bowl, but I also know that he's not great with drafting quarterbacks. Um, the reason why is, uh, from what I heard, is when he drafted Matt Leiner back in 2006, 2007, um, to the Arizona Cardinals, uh, he kind of savaged and didn't teach Matt Leiner about being an NFL quarterback and stuff like that. I think Ken Wisenhunt is better with veteran quarterbacks instead of rookie quarterbacks. So we ended up doing a horrible couple seasons under um, Ken Wisenhunt. This is before uh, we drafted Mariota. So Ken Wisenhunt. Uh, still has Jake Locker as his coach because Mike Munchak was fired, I think, after one season or two seasons because they wanted uh, him to fire people on his coaching staff and he wouldn't do it. So I give the man props. You know, he stuck to his word. Uh, come to find out, he didn't even have an agent. The way he does things is a handshake. So don't ask me why. I'm sorry. I don't have my phone on silent. How rude of me. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
All right, sorry about that. A little awkward silence. So, where was I? So, we ended up firing Mike Munchak because uh, he wouldn't fire anyone on his coaching staff. They ended up hiring uh, Ken Wisenhunt. Ken Wisenhunt had the option to come to Tennessee or go to Detroit. He ended up picking Tennessee, and he only won a total, I think it was three seasons or two and a half seasons with us. He only won three games. But Mariota's rookie year is when the year that Ken Wisenhunt gets fired, halfway through the season. So we ended up drafting drafting Marcus Mariota. And this time I was so excited. I was like, this is our guy. This is our quarterback. Just by seeing him play in college and seeing him, just seeing really highlight tapes, of course. And I heard about him. You know, people were talking about him and Jameis Winston all that year before the NFL draft happened. So I was like, oh, my God, we need this guy. I wanted Marcus Mariota more than James Winston. I was like, Marcus Mariota has his head on straight. He's not cocky. He just seems like a great guy, great quarterback. This is our guy for the next 20 years. Please be Marcus Mariota. Boom. Okay. Buccaneers had the first round pick. Ten, uh, first pick, Tennessee has the number two pick. I am hoping because now I'm hearing talks that Buccaneers might be drafting uh, – Marcus Mariota instead of Jameis Winston. Boom, I'm sitting there watching TV. Buccaneers are on the clock. Two seconds later, Jameis Winston goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now I'm still getting nervous because I know the Titans can make stupid decisions on the field. Now I'm just wondering business-wise they're going to make dumb decisions. Luna, no, 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 no. Luna, no. Yeah, I'm so sorry to yell. She just, My daughter just turned off the TV. So let me see if I can stop this record. Luna! I will be right back. It's going to be a pause, but she is trying to mess and breaking the video game. Hold on. Baby, you can't do that. No, stop, stop, stop. Baby, stop. Stop. Being sad. Don't do that. You know. Okay, so hopefully I can just edit that part out. I'm trying to learn how to edit, so see how I can do that. So, boom, Tennessee. So I always thought I didn't know if Tennessee was actually going to do it. Draft Marriott, boom, they draft him. Luna, Luna, stop. Luna. God, she's killing me. She doesn't. She just wants all the attention. Luna, no. wonder if there's a way I can actually just pause the podcast when I have to get up and do stuff for a quick <clears throat> shout out to anchor. If you have an anchor app, let me know if you can help me out on it. So anyway, so we ended up, uh, so boom, we draft Mariota. I was so excited. 
I was like, this is our guy for the next year, 20 years, blah, blah, blah. First game of the season. I think it was like the first time in history where it was first uh, the number one and two pick and playing the very first game, both of them being quarterbacks. James Winston versus Marcus Mariota, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Tennessee Titans. The very first game of that season. Mariota had a perfect game. He dominated. And they killed the Buccaneers. I I was like, we're going to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie. I was I, I thought for sure we were going to the Super Bowl. I said, we got a great coaching staff. We had Dick LeBeau as our defensive, uh, defensive coordinator. We had Dick LeBeau <laughs> as our DC. He is a legend. Boom. We got... Ken Wizahunt, gray head coach. He had a bad couple years, but he didn't have a you know real talent with him. We got one of the, probably the best quarterback in that draft. I think he was better than Jameis Winston. We got weapons. You know, we got Kendall Wright. We got DGB. You know, we can do something. You know, we got Delaney Walker. We're going to the Super Bowl. After that, I just got heartbroken. The Titans. Do what the Titans usually do. They started losing. Stand by. Let me see if I can pause this. Luna. Luna, stop. must come to an end.